You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. Hi, I'm Charles Stanton. I'm on the faculty of the Honors College of UNLV and the Boyd School of Law. Hi, I'm Gabriella Tam. I'm a fourth year accounting student. And welcome to Social Justice. Social Justice, a conversation. A conversation. Everybody, welcome back to our second show of the new year. And uh, I'm joined, of course, by my partner, Gabriella Tam. And we have a whole bunch of interesting and sometimes disturbing uh, news bites that we want to share with you uh, this week. And uh, I thought we'd uh, throw it over to Gabriella to start off with the situation with uh, the Attorney General in uh, Texas and what's been going on in that case. Yes, um, I read about I was just, I, <laughs> I don't even, sorry. Um, it's just like shocking. Yeah, though. it's just it's like just yeah, you don't know what to say. Yeah, basically. There's some things, you know, what's, what's, what's fascinating about it, of course, is the fact that uh, Texas, as we all know, is a Republican state. Mm -hmm. And this is a gentleman that was under indictment for a number of years. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, they decided in the legislature of the state of Texas to, to remove him mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, in, uh, and the, the Texas legislature was divided into two bodies. The first body voted like 121 to 20 mm -hmm. to remove him. And the vast majority of the people who voted to remove him were Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so obviously there was something really wrong with, with what this guy was doing. Yeah. So anyway, th they brought it over to the next body to actually uh, bring the formal impeachment proceeding. But the problem there was that they needed two-thirds vote of all the voters. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't get the two-thirds vote because only a couple of the Republicans would even vote to uh, find him guilty on only one or two charges. So they, on no charge could they get two-thirds of a vote. But the thing that struck me, uh, you know, uh, um, reading this uh, uh, information about this case, and I, I'm sure it struck uh, uh, Gabriella as well, is the fact that all the people who complained about him were people who worked for him, yeah. people who were Republican, people who had gone to the authorities about things that he was doing that were completely improper, mm -hmm. and somehow they gave the guy a pass. So, so the question is, why did they do that? Why did they basically give this guy uh, uh, no punishment for what he had done? Mm -hmm. what, what, what's your theory about it? I feel like there is there's something brewing there. Like, I feel like maybe someone's going to be like oh like we saved you like mm -hmm. so you have to do this for mm -hmm. us yeah yeah sure 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 absolutely i think that, that that's really true i think that there's a lot of people who are part of the maga movement mm -hmm. who you know su support the ex-president yeah 
And they made this a loyalty test, basically. Mm-hmm. That if you vote against this guy and you vote to convict him, then in the next election, we're going to have somebody to run against you in the primary. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I saw that, I think, like, the ex-president said, like, oh, like, yeah, if it wasn't for me, like, he would be impeached. And I was <laughs> like, oh, oh, it's all because of you, okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's amazing how these people have this, like, loyalty to this man. Yeah. It's like a cult. It is. It's like, definitely it's, it's like, like a, a cult. It's like a cult. And it's, 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 it's a cult of belief, but it's also a cult of fear mm-hmm. because they're afraid of him. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of the supporters that he has yeah. in a state like Texas yeah. where, they could, where they could vote you out of office very quickly. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it's it's a shocker. It's it's a shocker. Yeah, I know, and I think it's reflective in a lot of ways of our country mm-hmm. and our political system. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are are losing faith. Yeah, because when you see a case like that, where there, where there's so much evidence mm-hmm. brought by even brought by people who were supposed to be alive with them, uh-huh. and you just let the guy off, it's not it's not a good thing. Yeah. So um, we can we can segue into uh, talking also about uh, President Joe Biden and his uh, his support for the United Auto Workers, mm-hmm. which he's been very very uh, 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 strong on, and uh, it's really an interesting situation because mm-hmm. the auto workers want really huge raises, yeah, uh, the biggest raises that they've ever had, uh-huh. uh, and uh, while this is all going on. You have the whole question of what is what is the future of automotive production, mm-hmm. and the, we know that the the future, of course, is electric cars. Yeah. So uh, the question is for the workers: How do they prosper in that kind of a, an environment? Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that the number of parts for an electric car are much less than that of a regular car. Yeah. So you, you have a question of layoffs, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then as far as the paying of competitive salaries, a lot of the other car manufacturers are, are going to undercut on, on, on wages versus Detroit. So you'll see, like, uh, I'm sure Tesla yeah. would not pay the workers the wages that GM, Ford, and, yeah. and, 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 and Chrysler would pay. Mm-hmm. But then, then the other part of it too is though, which it's important also is, you know, in many places in the country, people don't make a living wage. Yeah. And they're underpaid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have people who are at the heads of these corporations mm-hmm. who are making tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars every year, mm-hmm. chief, executives, chief executive officers. Yeah. And then a lot of the money that the corporation is taking in is used to buy back stock to please the stockholders. Mm-hmm. But it's the workers, really, that make the thing run. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, and he's, he's been very strong with that. Um, I th- I've come to believe that the reason that a lot of the people on the right don't want Joe Biden has nothing to do with the fact of his age. Mm-hmm. They don't want Joe Biden because Joe Biden has a very progressive agenda mm-hmm. you know the guy's like 82 years old or whatever he is but his agenda if you think about three things that he's done he's he's backed up the workers on this mm-hmm. which no president really ever did mm-hmm. 
he's been very much involved in in the Medicare thing, mm -hmm. trying to get Medicare uh, to uh, uh, negotiate with the drug companies about affordable prices. Uh -huh. And now the third thing that he wants to do, which is another big thing which, which industry is against, he wants to crack down against emissions, uh, particularly, particularly uh, having to do with the cement industry and, and the building industry. Mm -hmm. So all these home builders and all the suppliers of these, these materials to the home builders they're, they're all against that. Mm -hmm. So all the people who are really against what Joe Biden is doing are the corporations. Yeah. And of course, you know, they're trying to say, well, you know, he's, he's, he's enfeebled, he's, he's this, he's that. Uh -huh. But that's not the real reason. They're just using that as an excuse. Would you say that, like, they're scared that he's trying to close the gap between, like, upper class and, like, like lower class? Oh, Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they don't want that to happen, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. I think that you make a very fine point. No, it's it's uh, th there've been there's a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. There's a hierarchy of in our country. Um, I think the great mistake or illusion or delusion that people are suffering from is that you know people who are migrants or people of color. Mm -hmm. are taking away the jobs of the white middle class. Yeah. And and these people are the enemy of the white middle class. The enemy of the white middle class and the black middle class and the Asian middle class and the Hispanic middle class is not that. The enemy is the people who are running the corporations at the top. Yep. And you don't have a fair division and a fair distribution of income. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. But they've sold this thing MAGA has sold it, and the Republicans have sold it yeah. as making these people the enemy. Yeah, I mean, you take a city like Las Vegas here, uh, so many of the people in the service industries and doing you know, roofing work and gardening work and everything, those are basically migrants, a lot of those people. Yep. But they're doing the essential work that has to be done. Mm -hmm. So why should they be villainized, though? See, that's the whole thing about it. Yeah, yeah. But th th that's that's their that's their mo. See, the the mo of these people is to divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. It's not to have people really focus on what issues affect the both of us. Mm -hmm. The the black middle class, the Latino middle class, the Asian middle class, the white middle class. They're basically all on the same boat. Yeah, trying to you know trying to make payments, mm -hmm. trying to keep their homes. Um, the interest rates have gone up so high. Yeah. So, you know, buying things through credit cards or, or your mortgage and everything has gone up very high. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to get by. And all the while, these people are raking in like billions of dollars. Yeah. So, you know. It's just so interesting that like they like they they split like the the people that are lower than them up. Like what you said, like with the divide and conquer, they're literally splitting us up instead right. of they don't want us to unite yeah well, that's it well that's it i've always you know in, in a previous class when uh, we were talking about women's film mm -hmm. i always said that i always thought that that was their game plan yeah that and i thought that one of the mistakes that was made by the progressive movement was the lack of unity between all the different groups that were offended yep I think the LGBT people, the transgender people, the mm -hmm. people of color, the women, all should be united in one movement. Uh -huh. One movement to to 
uh, uh, bring forth these issues, but one voting movement as well, mm-hmm. that you'd have this, this group of people who were tired of the status quo, mm-hmm. and they wanted, they wanted their rightful uh, uh, place at the table, mm-hmm. which they don't want to give them. Yeah, you see, mm-hmm. and a lot of that, a lot of that, of course, is is um, it's not just monetary; it's prejud- it's prejudicial as well. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these people just they don't like people who don't look like them. Yep, and that's really what it is. Yep. whether they be Asian, Black, Latino, whatever mm-hmm. it is, that that's their philosophy. Yeah. So as a result, they're going to do everything they can to keep to keep us separated. To yeah, keep us separated. Exactly right. Yeah. So 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 that's so that's very very true. So you want you wanted to say a few things about Northwestern University. Oh. I want to hear this. Yeah, when I first I like I was reading an article and it just kept going and going. I was like, oh my gosh, so many people have come out about like all these like coaches and like mm. all the hazing that's happening. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, when does this like when does it end? When mm. and it ended like I think the last time the article was updated was like August like fourteenth, mm. which is like still pretty recent to be honest yeah 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 well certainly um all the lawsuits that have been filed Mm -hmm. will unveil some of what happened Uh Um, the problem you have in these cases unfortunately is the reluctance of a lot of people to come forward to testify yeah because of of the uh, uh particularly uh despicable things that were done to them yeah and the shame that people feel actually for things that were not at all their fault yeah but you know uh, and it's interesting because you know uh, from having some experience in this in this in this field uh, that's one of the problems with uh, abuse of women mm-hmm. uh, it, it's 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 a lot of a lot of it is that when people file complaints, when women file complaints, they're not, you know, listened to, and mm-hmm. not, and, and they're not taken seriously. But it's also, in a sense, the the, the shame that a person feels that they have to come forward mm-hmm. and discuss these intimate things yeah. with strangers, and you know, reveal something so intimately personal, personal mm-hmm. that happened to you mm-hmm. that was so bad. We had we had done a movie, The Brave One, last semester yeah. with uh, Jodie Foster, and, and and that was a perfect example because yeah. the woman, you know, nobody wanted to listen to her, and uh, um, you know, etc. What's interesting, of course, um, now is that the Northwestern case is highlighting one of the hidden major segments of sexual abuse and that's abuse of men Mm -hmm. this was always a thing that was rarely mentioned Mm -hmm. Uh, you have northwestern university you have the 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 wrestling scandal at ohio state university Mm -hmm. you have the football scandal with the university of michigan Mm -hmm. you know so this is not something that's uncommon yeah and and um i think this case is going to lead to a lot of other revelations at other places mm-hmm. not just northwestern yeah but you it makes you wonder like what kind of monitoring system do the universities and the athletic programs have to protect the athletes yeah i feel like it's it's also interesting because i feel like universities are so big on sports like they want mm. 
there's like some universities who will like put everything into mm. their athletic programs mm. but then why does it stop at monitoring them and like yeah. seeing what is going on on the inside mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah sure oh yeah well absolutely i uh, as we were talking before the program started i had done a lot of you know sports coaching mm-hmm. when i was younger um how did they screen these people though yeah exactly See, that's, that's the other thing you know uh um you have you know in this case the man was a uh, respected coach uh-huh and, and he was there for a while too. He was there for a while, and all these other universities wanted to hire him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But your first, your first duty, uh, whether you're a teacher or or a coach, is to your, is to your students. Yeah. Uh, uh, primarily. Yeah. Um, it's interesting how it mir- it mirrors the, the the church scandals too. Mm, yep. You know, and 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 how people um, would trust their children. To go to a to go to a certain school, or yeah. a certain, belong to a certain church, or in athletics to be an on athletic team, mm-hmm. and you don't really think about that. Well, now you do think about it as yeah, a parent yeah. because all these things have happened. Mm-hmm. But the prevalence of it—that there's so many of these cases—and you say to yourself, "Well, where 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 do they find these people who are supposed to do this? How do they evaluate them?" Mm-hmm. And I, and obviously they don't ad- evaluate them well. Yeah. And then I think a lot of it is also people don't want to know. Yeah. See, that's the other problem that you have. Mm-hmm. And I think I think what's interesting is now, I think it was always going on with women. There yeah. was always a there was always a prevalence of cases in yep. in, in, in women's sports in the university, I and mean, we're seeing it all the time. Mm-hmm. But. Now that it's happening to men, uh, you're going to start to see, I think, a lot more uh, scrutiny mm-hmm. of all these things, mm-hmm. and which which the women will benefit from as well. Yeah, where they're really going to start to look at these people and say, "Listen, you know, we got to really be careful. Uh-huh. You know, when we hire somebody, we want to make sure it's not just winning games. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that the people who, you know." Uh, uh, go to the um, uh, university, uh, our student athletes, mm-hmm. that this is a safe place. Yeah. You know, because if you don't have that, you don't have anything. Yeah, but I feel like it's kind of it's kind of sad that it, they're just now starting to scrutinize, like, who they're hiring mm. and stuff. Like, it should have it started when, like, all these women were coming out with cases and stuff. Yeah, yeah sure. But it's, it's good. But it's also like sad in its own way. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, look at the Boy Scouts. That's mm-hmm. another example. I mean, the Boy Scouts were considered, you know, the Boy Scout. The Boy mm-hmm. Scouts, like, you know, it's like the apple pie, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they find out that they, this was rampant stuff. Mm-hmm. It was thousands of cases. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, where were the authorities? Where yeah, were, you know. I mean, the, the the movie, the the Spotlight movie, really focused in on that with the Catholic Church, where mm-hmm. you know they knew about it and they were told about it, and the police were told about it, and the law firms were told about it, mm-hmm. but nobody wanted to do anything. And the thing that gets me is if you if you if you as a society don't um, stand for the protection of children, man. <laughs> You got a problem. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, some, there's something wrong there, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 um it's money though. Yeah, it's money. You know, 
it's like the the, 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 the next thing we're going to talk about at t- at tonight is you know a situation with all the um, injuries in the in the uh, the football the, the NFL and all these people getting hurt mm-hmm. and then it, it's 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 by nature a violent game but mm-hmm. uh, the fact that they have uh, astroturf instead of grass and you know all the complaints that have been made from the players mm-hmm. that the stuff isn't safe mm-hmm. um, what an interesting thing happened to me a few years ago i had you know gone to one of the games I, it was actually in pittsburgh mm-hmm. and uh, i had gone on the field before the game this was during december <gasps> and i i will tell you that it was like concrete yeah, because they like they put the astro turf like over like concrete, right? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and when you and so you had you had the, the frozen weather, uh-huh. you had the you had <gasps> the thing. So you can imagine, you can imagine when one of the players was hit, he wouldn't only be getting the the, the shock and the concussion of being hit, uh-huh. but of falling on a substance basically. That was was hard, very very hard. Yeah, and and the you know the guy for the the guy for the Jets who uh, they spent tons of money on, uh, he's really out for the season. He only played like three plays. Dang. But but this is what the and and the and the the, the tragedy of it is, of course, is that um, they know that it's not safe, but they don't want to spend the money to do it. See, that's the that's the crazy thing, like. They're making so much money in the NFL. Uh-huh. I mean, literally, they've never made more money than they're making now. Yeah. With the gambling and all the sports betting and everything. So make the environment as safe as you can. Fix the field so the players have more protection. They don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. And it like, doesn't make any sense to me because they, like, they have the players. They have people who... Will want to pay, like play, but yeah. they don't care about their safety. They don't care. Well, no, no. Well, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say all of them, mm. but I would say, in a lot of these sports, um, the player gets forgotten. Yeah. You know, you see hockey sometimes when you watch the hockey games, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of things that go on in hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have players. And they know who all these players are mm-hmm. f- far better than I do. Who, who are out? To, who are out to hurt you? Yeah. I mean, it's not about the game. You know, I played hockey when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It's not about just playing the game, and you know, it's sort of like the UFC in a sense. Yeah. If you want to yeah. take it to another extreme, where you know, it's not enough to defeat the person. You wanna, you wanna hurt. You the wanna person. really hurt that person. Yeah. You wanna punch them and <laughs> do uh-huh. X, Y, and Z. But you know. I don't know. Is that a, is that a, well? That's a reflection of the society, though. Yeah. I mean, you know that you know. I'm, I, I always talk when I when I was a kid. I used to go to see the boxing matches with my father, mm-hmm. and I you know I got a chance to meet Muhammad Ali and people like that. Mm-hmm. It was different. Yeah. It was different. I mean, they, they they fought, but they shook hands after the fight. Yeah. The, the person was down. They were down. Uh huh. You're not. You could, I could yeah. not imagine Muhammad Ali or Joe Frazier, any of these people, continue to punch them. Yeah. You know, but I, it's, people want to see it, though. No, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, like people like pay to see, like, yeah. people get really badly injured. Yeah. What, what do you, why do you think that is, though? I, I, we talked about it like last semester, mm. but I think I said, like, mm. I, I think, like, well, is it, 
I I wonder if it's because people can't do this in like real life. Like you can't no. go up to someone like straight up just deck them, you know. <laughs> But it like I wonder is it because they have so much anger within them? Yeah, yeah. You know, and they can't take it out on someone, or yeah. like they can't find like the way or like the means or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they resort to. A, yeah. What's it like? It's vicarious. Yeah, like vicarious. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely, absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. Well, let's let's as as the 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 pioneer said, as we near we near the end of the trail to talk about uh, to talk about Jan Winter here, mm-hmm. and uh, of all the things that have happened in the last week or ten days. Um, this to me, as as a music aficionado, I'm, I'm working on a. I'm currently working on a book on, about music right now, and uh, read the magazine for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, his comments in this interview in the New York Times uh, truly left me dumbfounded. Yeah. Um, basically, he was saying that he he wrote a book about uh, you know uh, several of the artists that he knew, you know John Lennon and Pete Townsend and uh, you know Bruce Springsteen and all that. Which is fine that these are people that he knows, and you know you can write a book about whoever you want to write a book mm-hmm. about. But then he was asked why he didn't have any black artists or, or, or female artists, mm-hmm. and he basically starts talking that the black artists and the female artists were not articulate, and they didn't, they weren't part of the zeitgeist, and all this crazy stuff. Yeah, and I'm saying to myself, like, where does that come from, though? Where did what is that dynamic? Uh-huh. Where did that thought like start for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, with all the people that he knew in the music industry, and I wonder today how these people who they, they who they profiled mm-hmm. and how these people who who, he, who they interviewed what they would be thinking. Yeah, I mean, you go into somebody's you go into somebody's business, and you go into somebody's. Um, Uh, uh, you know, uh, enterprise, mm-hmm. and you know, for, to be promoted, or you know, you're a singer, or whatever you are. Yeah. And you presume like that the people are, you know, they say, they support you, or yeah, like they're like somewhat interested. Somewhat in interested, and then they basically like, like like you're nothing. Yeah. Whoa. And, and I think it, I it, I think it also like like is a harm to the people who read the magazine mm-hmm. because. You know, you're reading this magazine. As I've read the magazine for years, it goes back many years, mm-hmm. and then you say, "Well, what was that about?" Yeah. Did they really have? Did they really have any belief and faith in any of these people? Yeah. Or was it just about making money? Yeah, exactly. And and, and had nothing to do with, um, you know, trying to expand people's horizons. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had, you know, like especially with with people of color. You know that they had all these different black artists and uh-huh. and, and, and and women artists and Asian artists, mm-hmm. and the person reads that they say, "Wow, I'm, I, I must be I must be inferior then," because the man put together a book, and he's basically saying that we're not yeah like we well, we're we're just not like them yeah we're just yeah it was it was just so bizarre and and they got rid of him right away as they should I will, as they should I mean they didn't waste any time mm-hmm. but. Um, I wonder, among the people who even got rid of him, whether some of the people who got rid of him had known about this for a long time. Yeah. That's the other thing about uh-huh. it. Because you have a board of people, mm-hmm. and they must talk between one another. Uh-huh. And you wonder, well, wow, you know, 
this was a secret to everybody that this man felt this way about yeah. about pe- these people. I, I I just don't understand it. But it is it is it is a, a proof of the aphorism. Uh, you really don't know people. Yeah, that's what it is in life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's the person that you see, and then there's then there's another person. Yeah, maybe sometimes two or three other persons. Yeah, you know. But he did a he did a. a I think he did a lot of harm. Yeah. In in doing that, he really mm-hmm. did. I mean, he he basically um, he really really bagged the magazine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you would go forward even publishing the thing. Yeah. Because you know, you, especially and the harm to the young people, the young artists, the aspiring mm-hmm. artists, mm-hmm. both male and female, or transgender, uh-huh. gay, whatever that were you know wanted to be in this field yeah and looked up to this person mm-hmm. and then you say whoa whoa he's not he, this is not this is not what i want to do and, and mm-hmm. i can imagine how much how painful it must be yeah. imagine like a person who was in la- last month's issue and and they're you know they're going to be going on tour and everything like that and, they, and the guy goes did you hear what the guy said who was the magazine publisher that you're you're not articulate <laughs> what did you say <laughs> it's it, it's crazy you know mm-hmm. So uh, it's been a great show uh, this week, and uh, we're on. Uh, we're on in the evenings uh, during the week. Uh, uh, last Monday, maybe uh, this Monday again, we'll be on uh, uh, around six thirty on Monday night. But uh, it's been a great pleasure to talk to you and Gabriella. Yes, it was. It was a good. It was a good um, chat today. Yes, it was. So we want to thank you all for listening, and uh, uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. And uh, Until then, uh, be safe and be peaceful. Thanks for listening. Good night. Thank you for listening to our show. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us at TAMG1, that is T-A-M-G-1, at unlv.nevada.edu, or to contact Professor Charles Stanton at charles.stanton at unlv.edu. See See you you next time. time.